Good day, everyone. This is another episode of Unstoppable Leadership with Don Long and our guest, Edward Davis. Edward has a varied past. He has been in the military. He also has an MBA or two MBAs, and he is also an entrepreneur as well. Welcome to the show, Edward, and introduce yourself to our guests. Let them know how you became to be and what you're doing now. Uh, yes, thank you for having me, Don. Like she said, I'm Edward Davis. I have um, an MBA degree with a um, specialization in organization leadership. And I also have a master's in science of management. So um, I was in the army. I joined the army when I was 19 and I spent seven years in the army. I uh, reached the rank of E-5 sergeant before I decided to get out. Um, I pretty much decided to get out so that I could pursue my education at a faster rate because I was having to take like one class here and one class there. We're going overseas almost every year. So um, that was one of the reasons why I decided to get out. But throughout my journey in the Army and in life period, I had a lot of... um a lot of lessons taught on how to be better leaders and how to lead by example and stuff like that. So when I first started going to college, I was interested in sociology, but then I started um, getting more into business. And then I noticed that I kind of been an entrepreneur all my life. I remember being 11 and 12, going around with a um, push lawnmower, asking people if I could cut their grass and um, doing all type of stuff. I used to make t-shirts when I was like 14 and 15 for people. Um, had a home recording studio that I made from scratch. People would come and pay me like $45, $50 an hour to record like um, hip hop and R&B tracks. So um, I kind of transitioned from that. Now I'm the owner of a travel agency called Vacation with Ed. That is awesome. And it's, I really like that you brought up that the Army really taught you some of your leadership skills because that right there, if that is not the epitome of leadership, that's one of the things that I like whenever we hire um, military right now. Um, they are very good at leadership. A lot of them show that that wherewithal that tenacity to get things done and they just have that natural ability to lead people oh yes um the army teach you a lot of leadership skills while you're in it you don't really notice how much leadership skills you're being taught because you're just thinking like oh they're just making me do stuff just to do it but when you get in a situation certain stuff just becomes second nature so um i was reading that most like 70 percent of veterans that start businesses are usually successful it's because um we have the mentality that we're going to find a way to make it work so um a lot of times we're in the military you got to have like a long range um thought process rather than just um trying to be in the moment Definitely. And that's definitely a skill that people need to learn. And it's definitely teachable. 
So it's interesting that you said that you don't notice that you're getting taught those skills until you start using them. And I think that that's a really, really good way of showing the tenacity of the leadership styles of the Army because it is definitely one of those things that allows you to grow as a person. And you really don't realize how much you're growing until you start using those skills. So you're also, you were talking about your degrees too as well. And organizational behavior is a thing that leaders, I think, forget to really start looking into and breaking down. So what are some of those things that you've learned throughout the leadership role, how to actually look at the organizational structure and how to fix it if it's broke? Oh, yeah. So um, the first thing I say that I learned, um, if you look at the systems and processes of certain corporations, let's just take, for example, um, Chick-fil-A. So um, you'll notice that most of their cashiers are really nice. It's because when they hire someone, they make them do a personality um, survey. So they could tell by doing the survey what position you should be in. Because that's one of the main um, reasons organizations don't get the culture that they want to, because they just uh, throw people in any position. So by knowing someone's personality, you know, should they deal with people or should they just cook? So um, that's one of the things, knowing the different personality. And also, you have to um, instill the uh, leadership qualities and the leaders first. It's no way for you to bypass like your top and middle managers when you're trying to instill qualities in the employees because they're the ones who have to enforce it. So I think most of the times when you see um, a lot of employee problems, it's usually a larger management problem. There we go. I'm back. Sorry about that. I froze for a minute. <laughs> um, it's interesting that you brought up that Chick-fil-A does personality tests. I did not realize that they did that and that attests to it actually works because the people that they have front facing in your customers have been really good. Oh, yes. And then their turnover rate is not so high. So um, I, I had to do a, um, like a 50-page capstone project on Target and Walmart. And actually, Walmart would save tens of millions of dollars if they could retain employees over 12 months. But 70% of their employees don't last 12 months. And part of that is because of the, uh, the process, people getting put in, in the wrong positions. And part of it is just like... Um, the training process is different. I worked at Walmart for a while as an overnight stalker. And what happened was when I first started working there, the only training I really had was like some computer simulation training. And then after that, 
every night you have to stop in a different department. So that right there could get like really frustrating. So that's a part of the systems and processes. If if you get like the training process where people could feel more confident, they'll stay around longer. Empowerment is one of the biggest tools that leaders can use. When you empower someone, they feel confident and it grows um employee loyalty. Once you have lawyer employees, sometimes they'll even take pay cuts, just like right now in the pandemic. There's some employees at corporations that'll take a pay cut because they love the corporation that they work for. Yeah, that's true. And it's interesting that you brought up Walmart because I worked for Walmart for about 18 years, well over 18 years. And you're right. Sometimes we get into that um, thought process. Okay, we just we need people. We need bodies. Let's just put them over here and let's put them over there. And you're right, when you start getting bounced around to so many different departments, it does get frustrating, especially if you're new and you're not a tenured associate. And then we do that to the new associates and they're like, wait a minute, their head is spinning. I don't think people realize how process driven retail is now. And also, excuse me, people driven too. Because unless you're putting the right people in the right job, you are going to have that turnover. Like for me, if I always joke, but in a way I'm not, if I would have ever been made a cashier, I would not last that long because I'm not a person that can stand still. I, I just cannot do it. I don't care what you do to entice me. I can't stand still. So if I would have ever done that, yeah, I wouldn't have lasted very long either. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah the, uh, the different personality tests, and then it's tons of them. Um, I know it's a lot of um, leadership gurus that would charge for personality tests, but you could literally go on like Amazon and you could rent like some leadership books for probably $10 for six months, and you could get the personality test out of them and take them yourself and have your different associates and stuff taken so you can see are you really putting people in the right positions. Definitely. And I like to throw out there too on the personality test because I've taken quite a few of them. One of my favorite ones was Forte. And I took that while I was going to NWAC, which is a two-year college in the Northwest Arkansas region. And when I took it and they done an analysis on mine and the guy that actually created that test, he was going like, he said, you're unusual. And I said, well, why is that? And he's going like, you're the same in your personal life as you are in your business life. And I was going like, well, shouldn't everybody (laughs) meet? So I'm going like, okay, that was definitely different. And I've also taken Myers-Briggs test too as well. I think that one is my favorite one because it will tell your leaders whether you are detail-oriented, what you are very good at, but also usually what you're very good at will also stress you out too as well. So it can also actually be your stressor. And... So that is a thing that I found interesting because it was actually true for me. I am a very detailed task oriented person, 
But once you start piling more and more and more of that on me, then it starts stressing me out because then at the end of the day, I don't feel like I've accomplished anything. So those are the things that as we take these personality tests, really pay attention to that for your associates because if you don't and you're going like, well, they're really good at detailed tasks, but you keep piling that on them, eventually it's going to break them too as well. So you have to do the balance. Oh, yes. And it's a most, it's a uh, motivational speaker named Eric Thomas that I listen to a lot. Oh, yes. I love Eric. He talks a lot about um about his personality test that that he got certified in, and he put it in a different perspective, as not just knowing what position to put him in, but knowing um like what hat to wear when you need to wear it. So, just like in sales, right, it's um pretty much only like four different personalities that customers ever have. Everybody pretty pretty much fall inside of those buckets. And a lot of people get um, intimidated. Let's just say like um, some people call like the big money spending sharks. A lot of people get intimidated by them because they um, they have a lot of money and power and you don't know how to approach them. But most of them just want somebody that don't have to ask them a million, a million questions to get them what they need. But you have um, some other people um like the engineer type they overthink everything so they are going to ask you a million questions and then they expect you to answer them if you want their business so that's what the personality tests do also it tells you how to interact with certain people because you may have an employee that it look like oh they just like being to themselves but it's just that's their personality they may need projects that they could do on their own most of the time and they'll get it done better. But you may have some people who can't work on their own because they get distracted. So you got to know the different personalities to be able to put them where they need to be when they need to be there. Definitely. And you're definitely right when it comes to the engineers. <laughs> I have all my lands. It, it, they are a different type of personality and you're right they want to know every little thing and they also want everything to go right too as well they're not they're not very flexible i've noticed on some of them when it comes to things like not working the way it should or you do have those ones that will start diving in if it's not working the way it should. So you you have those personalities within that too as well. But most of the engineer personalities that you were talking about that I've dealt with it is definitely they are a million and one questions, and they they love detail. That is their thing. They love 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 detail. Oh yes, it's really good to have them on your team too. But, and then the personality test does this also. It tells you what stage to use each of the different personalities. Let's just yeah. say someone want to start a new business, right? They can't. You can't just go with someone that's like a type A personality that all they want is just action, action, action at first, because they're not going to take the steps to get the right permits and everything that you need, and the business is going to get shut down. You need like the, the new personality to 
always working through the worst case scenarios at the beginning. So, you know, all the permits you need, you know, how much money you need to get started and everything like that. So it's, it's um in every stage of your life, you're going to need all the different personalities for different reasons. But you got to make sure that you put it in order because if you get that action leader, they just go first and then they try to fix their mistakes later and then you're going to end up double working a lot of the time if you let them get the mission first. Yeah. And, and I definitely identify with the action leader. I think that's from all of the years working in retail. A lot of the times you do have to be action oriented and you just need to go for it. <laughs> so you're right. You're right. You do have to go back sometimes and, you know, fix those things. And I think trying to find somebody that's a balance of everything, if you're trying to find that, it's going to be almost impossible. I'm not saying that they're not out there, but when it comes to a business owner and you're hiring, when you are looking to hire, don't get stuck on hiring that dream ideal employee because most likely you are not going to find them. And that's where that's where I see the challenges, Edward, is when they're trying to hire, they're trying to hire that ideal candidate. Oh, yes. And the, uh, what the problem is, yes, they're trying to hire the ideal candidate. But what they need to do is put the ideal candidate out of the, um, the, the positions. Because, um, and then the um, leaders don't always have to be like the people with the type A personality. But you, you need some of those, but you don't need to overwhelm the business with them because then um, too many people are like going to their shelves because it's kind of hard working with people that's pushing, pushing, push, pushing all around you. So you need some of those people to be top leaders, but you need some people with like more charisma to be like down towards the, the frontline supervisors. So yeah. um, it's like a uh, different level that, that you want to do with it. And then um, what I noticed is what you want to do is you have those people that could push the mission you have them um, in charge of like the operations, but when it comes to like marketing and promotion and different stuff like that, you may have people with like more charisma and, and there are people that got like more um, creative um, abilities and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. And I think that that when you're building your business and you're building your team, business owners take that time, take that time to build a really good team because if you do and take that time on the front end, you're not going to be constantly having that turnover because, you know, as we talked about earlier, the turnover for retail is atrocious and it, it is what it is because unfortunately you are always chasing and being reactive instead of proactive. Take some lessons from those big retailers. Don't be the reactive be the proactive, do it better on the front end. And then when you go onto the backside, you're less likely to have high turnover. You're less likely to have a whole lot of conflict going on in your teams. And you're able to take that time to actually grow your business or if not multiple businesses. So taking that time to really understand what you're wanting, 
and don't cookie cutter a job description. That drives me absolutely nutty that we do that. But we do do that because we want to make it all consistent and all of that, make it look pretty. But for me is be real about a job description. Be real and be willing to change it if things change and when times change. Oh, yes. And for small businesses, don't be so fast to hire people. You don't always need full-time employees. So uh, it's a website called Fiverr.com, and then you have like different ones, different type of freelancing websites. You can literally go on Fiverr.com and make someone do a project for you for like five or ten dollars. So if you if you're trying to like let's say you need Facebook ads ran but you're not good with it, you could go on there and somebody will do the ads for you for ten dollars. So you could get like your marketing and stuff done really cheap so that you don't have to hire someone and you don't have the capability to fully support them yet. Let yeah. your business grow the best way that it could grow at first and then only hire when you know that you can when you can support all of your employees the same way. Because um you don't want to bring employees in and this person getting better benefits than this person. And then that's where that employee loyalty go out the window for certain employees too, because they don't feel appreciated like the other people are appreciated. Definitely. All right, Edward, I always like to ask this one last question as we get ready to wrap up. What is one good last nugget that you can give our listeners when it comes to leadership? Um, when it comes to leadership, the best nugget that I can have is don't make anybody do anything that you have not or will not do yourself. When I was in the army, if um if I tell my soldiers to do something, and if I didn't have anything important to do, I'd be right out there doing it with them. And that is a huge one. And that's one of those things that you learn early in leadership. And if you haven't learned it, learn it now because it will it will pay off in the long run. I've cleaned bathrooms. I've done whatever it's had to do to get the business, to keep the business running. And it's one of those things that keeps you humble too as well, because nobody is ever any better than anybody else, period. I don't care what your job title is. And that includes the president of the United States. So, be willing to do the same things that you're asking others to do. So it's really good advice. Edward, I appreciate you coming on. This is definitely informative. Where can our listeners find you? Uh, yes, they can find me at vacationswithed.com. That's vacationswithed.com. And um, on there, they have my phone number, my um, email address. And also, um, it's a live um, booking site. So if they're looking for cruises, they can actually look up the real cruise um, inventory on there. We have um, resort packages also, but it's best if you call me for those because um, resorts, they um, the pricing go up and down a lot more than cruises. But even with the cruises, I'd rather you call me because the site, we have a lot of discounts on the site, but we get daily discounts and promotions to our email. So if you call me a lot of times, I can um, beat even the price on my own site. Oh, wow. That's some good information. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I absolutely enjoy this, Edward. You are unstoppable whether you believe it or not, and you are the beacon of hope. Everybody, listen to this on Anchor. You can also listen to it on Spotify, Amazon, and hopefully fairly soon on iHeart too as well. Everyone have a good evening. Edward, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. You have a really nice platform. Thank you for having me. Everybody, have a good one.